Hello, Jody, and welcome to the Two DJs in the Mic podcast with myself and DJ Mike Productions. What up, what up? How you doing this morning, Jody? I am fantastic. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. It's, it's an honor to have you on here with us today. Thank you for taking out your busy schedule and sitting down with us and chop it up about some things that people need to know. Absolutely. I, I'm, we're, uh, you know, we're, I said we because there's several of me living in my mind. I, I know that sounds kind of, kind of mentally, mentally ill, but I swear it's not on that level. But I'm happy. I'm happy to be on this one with y'all. Okay, we're, we're glad you came and wanted to get on the show with us. And I mean, we just, I think we like interesting people. We don't want to interview anybody who's boring or anybody that doesn't have anything to say. And I know you have a lot to say because uh, in the times that we've worked, I mean, good things about the industry. I'm not saying it in a bad way. So oh, I have I have some not so good things to say about the industry. <laughs> All I right, mean, Mike. You know, let me know which way we're going because I, I got it. I well, got we're going we're gonna to start out softball and then we'll, we'll get into some uh, curves and Perfect. some... Uh, some rough pitches or, you know, something that's going to make it a little bit more interesting. So uh, I guess I'll start out with the first question. Before you, uh, before we get into the interview, tell us a little bit about Jody. Who is Jody Washington? Uh, God, you know what? That's the hardest question in my life. And a lot of people, uh, you know, want to know that. And I'm just like, uh. um, so, I mean, I guess, I, I mean, I don't really, um, I've been in the wedding industry 11 years now. Um, we've been doing photo and video for 11 years. Um, in that whole 11 year time span, we owned a venue for two years. That was kind of, um, it wasn't our time. Uh, I think God said, uh, you don't want to do this yet. And I was like, yes, I do. Pedal to the metal. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, we, it was a good experience, but it wasn't our time, but I've also been a uh, venue GM. And um, so I've actually got to see a lot of the facets of the wedding industry, not just photo and video. So whenever I um, have all this advice to give or these opinions to have, um, it's not coming from just a photo video place. It's also coming from uh, a venue owner and a GM's perspective, uh, dealing with all vendors and just facets of the business. And so um, my husband and I work together. Uh, we've been doing it together since we started. Um, my get started story is kind of a tearjerker. So I'll spare you the details of that right now. Okay. But, um, but we, uh, we've been doing it for a long, long time. Um, and um, we have a destination brand, uh, Wedlife Media. Uh, we started four years ago from a wedding that we shot in Ethiopia. And I just decided that that's what I wanted to do with my life. Um, and then COVID hit and it kind of, it didn't affect us and everybody else was affected by COVID, but me, and you would think that, that it would have affected us because of the travel. And we did have to rearrange some things, but we still hit six figures, uh, the COVID um, the year COVID started 2019, 2020, we, 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 we didn't miss the beat basically. Um, and so I'm very, very blessed that that happened, but, um, we own Washington Ave and Wedlife Media, uh, currently. Um, and again, we, we no longer have the venue and I'm no longer GMing, but we are, um, we are looking to build a wedding venue here in the next uh, 12 months. So we're getting back into that. And I think it's our time now. So that's who I am. And I could go on about myself for hours, but I'm just going to leave that right there just for the, for the listeners. So you, you kind of told us a little bit how you got into it. So, I mean, you said you started about 11 years ago, right? I did. Did you fall into it or was it a passion that you had for taking pictures, doing video, videography or did, or is it something you just got into? Um, no. So 
what what kind of happened there um, was I was I was um, a sports therapist. I was doing uh, I was an LMT for um, I guess fourteen years before that, and um, I became a professional dominatrix for like seven years. And um, my husband was a football coach at um, at one of the private schools here locally, and um, they. It was funny because, you know, I was I was like world renowned. I was very popular, if you can imagine that. And um, there was like a fine line between what I was doing and what I was, you know, illegal things. But but I wasn't. And uh, they they called it into the office. They discovered my website. Not sure how that even happened. Somebody had to send it to him or something, just being a hater whenever Reggie and I first got together. And he was fired from that job. Oh, my God. And, um, because, yeah, because they said that. The person that called and told him about it said that if he wasn't fired, they were going to the media with it. And the school was already under scrutiny for teachers dating students. It was a big mess. So he came home and he was very upset that uh, he had lost his job because of mine. And I decided at that point that I I needed to do something else. And um, I just quit. I quit. I quit altogether. And again, this was a six figure business that I had as well at that time. And talk about a humbling experience we went through so much uh i mean god and i ended up getting pregnant at the time too then my daughter ended up getting pregnant so here we were like jobless and homeless and we'd been evicted and my car was repossessed and all of these things and i don't think that i had ever prayed as hard as i did in my life like reggie's like double degreed so he's he's you know he was trying to find a job elsewhere and you know wouldn't you know it that no place would like really hire, like he was like, I'll go to Walmart, I'll go anywhere. And I was put on um, high, I was on a high risk pregnancy from inception. So I was seeing a specialist three times a week. Like uh, I wasn't even supposed to be able to get pregnant. So here I am at an, an older age, pregnant, um, scared to death. I'm going to lose my son. And so I, I couldn't do anything physical at the time. Um, but I decided that I wanted to, I don't know. He, God, just sent me a, a message in my mind. And it's the funniest thing because I tell people this, and they're, you know, people that don't really understand how that works. Um, I'd never, I had only been to a wedding once in my entire life and I was my grandmother's wedding and I was in the fifth grade at that <laughs> moment. And um, I saw some engagement photos of my friends uh, who got engaged and I didn't even know engagement photos were a thing. And I remember sitting on the couch and I guess the Lord spoke to me and said, you're going to be a wedding photographer. <clears throat> and I was like, huh? I mean, I literally was like, uh, what? So I get on Google and I'm Googling wedding photography and I'm like, shit, I can do this. And so I remember calling Reggie and I said, I'm going to be a wedding photographer. And he goes, a what? And I said, yeah, I'm going to take pictures of people getting married. <laughs> and he was like, what, what are you talking like? Girl, you've lost your mind. But actually Reggie's very supportive. So he was like, okay, well, whatever you want to do. Like if I told this man, I wanted to go to the moon, he would figure out a way to get me there. And that was one of the things that attracted me to him because no matter what outlandish idea that I had, he was always there to support it. Right. So when the Lord spoke to me and said, you're going to be a wedding photographer, I was like, holy shit, this is going to be fucking nuts. (laughs) And um, so he comes home and he had bought me a little point and shoot camera the year before, just so I could take selfies, you know, because back then I was a hundred pounds lighter and, 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 and I knew it, <laughs> you hear me. And I was taking selfies of me and everybody else. And, and I still had that little camera 
And I told him, I was like, I'm going to do this. And so I, w- I took my engagement ring at the time and I took an old wedding dress thing. I didn't marry that asshole because we would have been in a whole different place. And this would have been a whole different conversation. Um, but I had some shoes and I was just, you know, shooting what I saw on, on the Internet. And he came home and I was like, look, I can do this. I'm good at it. I'm, I'm good at it. Look, look. And he was like, well, I'm good at it, too. I, I want to do it, too. And I thought, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course you do. Of course you want to do it, too, you know. So then I was like, okay, well, let's do it together. And um, I had, I don't think I ever prayed uh, so hard in my life. I think, I think there, there were two times that I can actually say that I prayed harder than I've ever prayed in my life. And I'm talking about on your knees, like at the, just at the, at the Lord's mercy, um, bawling my eyes out was when he lost his job doing that. And I said, please bring me something that, that my children can be proud of, that I can, actually you know sustain this lifestyle that i'm living and and it be honorable like please you've got to send me something like i had no idea um that this was even going to happen and then whenever the the other one was whenever i started bleeding when i was pregnant with my son and i my daughter was 19 at the time so i didn't want any more kids but i mean you know when you meet a man and you're in love with him everything changes um and so i cried so hard and i was like please lord just keep, like keep my babe like oh my god and it was nuts so those two times in my life i remember just basically just calling out to christ like please like save my life here and he did and um so i started a, a facebook page um, and I said that I was going to do free photography for everybody. And, uh, uh, I did, man. I, I, I we came up with, uh, W photography, like W Washington. So it was kind of like a hum and M or whatever. Um, and we, and I, uh, basically I did so many uh, shoots for free and everything else. We booked, we booked our same wet, our same, um, this was fast forward a year after I'd obviously had the baby. Um, but I had, um, uh, our, my first and second wedding in the same day, like literally the same day we had, we had a wedding at the, at, in somebody's backyard and so a wedding at, at the Omni. Oh my God. And I had, we, I didn't know anything about lighting or flashes. Jesus God. Mm. It was, it was a mess. Like we literally shot this winging it blind as hell. I didn't know shit. I remember asking my friend who did photos. I was like, so what am I going to do when I get in there? It's going to be dark. Like we literally had no idea. But the lady was a big caterer in Houston. It was a it was a black lady. Her name was Scarlett Harris at the time. And she and I are still great friends today. And she literally trusted me to shoot her wedding. And she loves her wedding pictures. And she shouted my name to the rooftops. And um, that's kind of how we got started. And the rest is really history. We really just kind of took off. The first four or five years of our our shooting this as a as a business. I really didn't kind of take, I took it seriously, but I really, I'm not the person today that I was then, my God. Um, I didn't have my shit together. Like I was still just winging it. Even after the fourth year, going into the fifth year, like I was like, oh my God. And there, I was making mistakes and doing stupid shit and not getting my, my, my stuff straight, you know? So um, it was like, I don't know. I had this big revelation and the last just six, seven years have been the best for me. Like, Again, I'm not the, the person that I was when I came in that I am today. Like if somebody has an issue, they call me today. Back then, they didn't give a shit what I thought, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But that's kind of like the Reader's Digest condensed version of how I got started and what um, what we had to go through uh, without saying too much, just, be, you know, to get us to this point. Um, you know, now, we're, now we're almost making 300 grand a year. And it's, um, although I would love to make more money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
it's it's a far cry from you know that first year of making twenty two thousand dollars doing this. So there you go. It's such a thank you. Uh, you know, it's just it's it's so much that you just you know gave us that I think if we just touched on everything, we'll be talking for days. Yes. Uh, uh, but with that said. What is it now that continues to drive you to be great in in your industry? You know, Mike, I've been through so much um, with this with this industry, like not only just the positions that I've held, you know, just as like during the venues and things like that, but just myself. Like when I try to mentor people or tell people how this is supposed to go, you know, a lot of people are only telling people the good of this industry. And there's an ugly side. There's an ugly side with clients. There's an ugly side with vendors. There's an ugly side of this business. And um, I just, you know, I, I, I couldn't tell other people how to run their businesses or give them any ideas or anything like that without getting my shit straight. And it just, you know, I, I don't like to see brides taken advantage of. I don't like to see vendors being taken advantage of. So I'm kind of like an advocate for both. Um, and it happens all the time. You know what I mean? It's like yes. it, it happens where, you know, uh, a client feels like just because they've given us their money that they can talk to us any way they want, do us any way they want, say anything they want, threaten yes. us to, with online reviews, threaten us to go to court or do whatever it is they need to do. Um, and then on the flip side, it, it happens with vendors like, you know, vendors taking advantage of clients, knowing they don't read contracts, knowing that they they aren't going to, you know, uh, uh, you know, um, get what they're actually paying for it just so so much so for me you know I have a I have a goal where I want to be in the next five years like I don't want to be shooting physically anymore I want to be you know speaking on somebody's stage and educating vendors and also brides and I'm not even sure how I'm going to do that but I created all these Facebook groups just so they can interact with each other and I've got this big plan in my mind I just don't know how to execute it you can do it though yeah yeah, I just I really just want to be on somebody's stage like luck yeah, <laughs> and uh, like shaking uh, everybody like, hold on, wait a minute. There's, there's so many, so many different, you know, uh, facets of this. And I, I just want to be the best at what I do. I want people to, um, you know, value my opinion and respect what I say and, and know that I'm, I'm not full of shit and know that these, you know, the advice that I'm giving or the things that I'm saying is from experience only because half these photographers out there, and this is just my industry. So I'm just saying that, um, you know, they're so green and they have no idea, you know, what could potentially go wrong in their business when they're not insured and oh my God, and someone dragging you on social media and all the, ugh, it's such a headache. Like I was suicidal in 2019 or no, I'm sorry, 2000. Yeah. 2019 and 2016, a vendor ruined my complete reputation, drug me through the mud, uh, basically uh, told all these, uh, uh, he, he shot a wedding for me and um, the footage wasn't what it was. And he tried to blame it on me. He ended up calling the bride. He was my second shooter, found the venue, called the bride, told the bride that I was absolutely crazy. They they sued me, basically took me to court um, for footage that I didn't even have. I, you know, it was just so much. And I was like on the brink of a nervous breakdown. Um, and then it happened again in 2019 uh, where, you know, I had a corrupt card in Jamaica and the girl was on churning. And she took my mortgage company, mortgage, what mortgage company? See, I got mortgage on the brain, Jeff. You hear me? I know. Um, I hear you. <laughs> um, she took my insurance company for twenty thousand dollars for you know forty-seven family photos. 
And uh, my insurance ended up canceling me after, after that. Um, and, you know, this is the situations that we go through. Like uh, it was raining in, in Jamaica. Now, keep in mind, you know, I basically took this girl to Galveston, reshot her whole wedding, paid for her makeup because she didn't get the photos that she needed in Jamaica. And she was from Houston and I was already going to be down there. So this was a no cost session that I gave this girl <clears throat> and she turned around and $20,000 later for 47 photos. Um, and thank God I was insured. Like, so there are so many people that don't have insurance. So why do I need insurance? I mean, people, oh my God, it's just, I just want to be the best I can. And I think the Lord is putting me through all this, all this trial and tribulation. So I can talk about it because as y'all know, I don't give two shits about telling people my story or my feelings on anything. Like if you have, if I have an opinion, I'm going to tell you what it is like with no holds barred because sometimes people just need to hear it. Um, So I want to be the best that I can be so I can pour into other people. And that's just, well, I got one more question for you. Uh, what is your most memorable moment? And on the flip side, uh, is there another moment other than the one that you just told us about that you would like to forget? <clears throat> I'm sorry to hit you like that. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, go deep on them. Go deep on them. Bring them into. Bring them up to the mic, Mike. Oof. And then this is dealing with this is in the business, correct? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. What is one of your most memorable moments? You know, one that, you know, just brings you joy every time you hear it or see the picture. Yeah. And one that you would rather forget. Okay. Okay. Um, One of my most memorable moments was um, we were shooting at Aristide McKinney and um, I just found out that the, the, um, mother of the groom didn't want to do a mother son dance and he was distraught about it because she had stage four breast cancer. Uh-huh. And, um, I would, I wasn't having that. I wasn't having it. Like they, we just, I've lost my dad. Reggie's lost his mom. So we just kind of shoot things differently. And the father-daughter dance was about to commence. And I actually took her outside. And I said, um, you know, I call everybody mom and dad on wedding day. So I said, mama, I know you're not going to dance with your son. She's like, no, I don't want people looking at me. I don't want, you know, I just don't want all that attention on me. And I'm just not going to do one. Like he asked me, but I'm just not going to do it. And I looked at her and I said, uh, they told me about, about your condition. And I said, they, you know, they, they mentioned to me that, you know, that you've got stage four breast cancer and she, her eyes started filling up with tears and shit. I, I, I stood out there and cried too. I took her out of that patio and it was just, it was she and I out there. And I said, you know, he, he's, he's going to want this if something happens to you. Like, are you doing this for yourself because you don't want people to look at you or are you going to do this for your son? And she just kind of stood there and looked at me and I said, give this memory to your baby. And he was her, she was, uh, was his only, you know, her only son. That was only son. She only had one boy. Wow. And we were just out there bawling our asses off together. And she said, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. 
And I ran in there and I told the DJ that there would be a mother son dance. And he, and I said, do you have the song? And he said, yeah, they canceled it, but I do have the song. And I said, okay. And um, the father daughter dance was over and, you know, we were supposed to go straight into something else after that. I'm not even sure. I think dinner or whatever. And then, uh, you know, after the, after the father daughter dance, the DJ said, can I get the, can I get the groom and his mother to the floor? And nobody knew it, but her. And so he was waving his hands like, you know, like, no, there's no, there's no mother son dance. You know what I mean? Like, stop, stop. And she walked out to the middle of the dance floor and his face, we, we got the, and I'm going to tell you what we did, um, you know, for it or whatever. And his face is confused. And she walks to the middle of the floor and she reaches out her hand to her son. And he comes out there and he's standing there confused looking at her. And then Frankie Beverly May started. And when I tell you they danced, they danced like nobody was watching. Um, it was the most beautiful thing. And he was so happy. And she ended up passing away. Mm. And we gave him the full dance of that dance. Wow. Like from, from four different camera views. <laughs> we gave it, I mean, you could, there was close up of tears, faces, everything. And I'll never forget that. Because he thanked me so much for that. And this is just like I said, when people ask us what sets us apart, it's in my pricing guide. You know, we just shoot different, man. We shoot for tomorrow. We don't shoot for today. And that's one of the most. And I've done that several times in the past 11 years. I've set up those shots because I believe that, you know, if the content isn't there, you create it. Because people come to me first when people pass away. They come to me. Like, please tell me you've got more pictures of my dad. Please tell me you've got more pictures of my mom. You know, and um, I decided long ago that, you know, when they did come, that I would have that for them. So there's there's the moment that I'm most proud of. Wow. Uh, wow. Um, Mike? Yes. This is the first, uh, but uh, it's a good first. No, uh, I, well, if I can say this, I really love it. Um, Jody, because for me, there's it's these type of situations that people always try to avoid, and and we all want to hide behind the shell. And at the end of the day, we're all people, and we're all going through things. Uh, we're all having our own experiences, and it's just a beautiful thing to hear that story and to feel your raw emotions. Uh, and like Jeff said, it's the first, but it's a beautiful thing. And and with you saying that, I really don't even want to hear the bad story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we're going to skip on to the next. We already got yeah. a bad story from Joey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going we yeah. we to bring the room back up. So yeah. the next question, Jody, is uh, what would you tell young Jody about getting into the photography, the videography that, you know, would not change, but something that you would want to do differently uh, that would, you know, maybe give you a boost or get you uh, to a different plateau faster? Um, <clears throat> you know, I didn't have anybody to help me back then. Uh, I didn't have one single person to mentor me, to tell me, you know, what was right and wrong in this business, what mistakes I was making. Um I winged it. When I tell you I am self-taught from, <clears throat> from the ground up, 
Uh, I taught myself how to edit. I used to edit on an editing program for the first three years. I wouldn't even touch Lightroom. I was scared to death to open it up. And um, it was, you know, nobody helped me. And I also didn't help myself. I didn't, I did not. Yes. I didn't invest in education. I didn't seek out those mentors. I didn't, I didn't try to help myself become better. I did not do it. And I did not take this seriously when I, when I first came out the gate. And what I would say to my older self is, you know, you're going to be doing, this is your career. You're going to be doing this for a long time and you need to be the best you can be straight out the blocks because you don't have five years to waste on trying to be better. Like I, like I said, I've been doing this 11 years, but only the last six are going into seven really count for me because there were so many trials and tribulations and Jesus, God, like so many effed up things. Oh God, I've got some fucking horror stories, y'all. Like I'm not kidding. And, you know, not, not, that, not, that, not that I would want anybody to skip the horror stories because they shaped me into the vendor that I am today, right? Yeah. But, I went through a lot of heartache and a lot of dark moments in this business. And, you know, I would have, I would have been able to face them a lot, a lot better had I just had the, the, the um, knowledge and the, uh, the wisdom um, going into it. So So, having a, having a mentor is key. Um, not being too proud to beg or to ask somebody for help is a good thing. And yes. uh, man, I, I try to, I don't know why we all get like that, why we so proud and uh, don't, I guess, cause we don't want any, like uh, Mike says all the time, it's about transparency. And if you can be open and honest with yourself or whoever you're dealing with, it'll make such a difference. Cause I mean, it only make you better instead of you thinking it's going to look like you don't know what you're doing. You know, why mess up somebody's wedding when you can ask somebody? Absolutely. And you know what's really even and this is just a universal vendor statement here. When we when we first start, ain't nobody better than us, boy. Ain't nobody better than us. And we're not charging as much as these vets are. And we're going to do it for cheap. And we're going to, oh, I'm going to book everybody because I'm charging less. And I'm, I'm and I look, oh, do you see this? Oh, I can, I can DJ. Oh, I can bake a cake. Oh my God, my pictures are bomb. I'm not that bad. And we are looking through the world in rose colored glasses because shit, that is not the case. And we all think that, like, I'm telling you, we all do. Like when we first come out the gate, like we feel like we're better than people that have been doing this for 20 years. And, and, and we're not. And it, there's like such a and, and I don't even know what would give anybody the fucking idea that they need to that they need to come out of the gate and, and charge five thousand dollars for for wedding pictures when they can't even figure out how to shoot in the side or or they don't know how to use their flash or what would possess a DJ with with uh, 1927 equipment to 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 um and, and a mic that doesn't work mm. to charge three thousand dollars to fuck somebody's wedding day up my god first of all here's the deal first of all sir you know your shit sucks why are you doing this to yourself and then whenever I, and then whenever like even the video game one of the my mentor today and this is this my mentor today uh to sean jackson is my mentor today and he's oh well say that name again to Sean Jackson. Okay. Uh, he is the most amazing person on planet earth to me. 
And he did not used to be. I cussed his ass out and told him to get the hell on a long time ago because he came and told me my videos weren't emotional. This was back in 2015. And I told him, who the hell were you to tell me this? And you don't know shit. And la, 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 la. Like we got into it. And I'm not even sure what brought us back together, but we are amazing friends. And he has been such a big help to me in my business the last three years. Um, but I, I rejected that criticism because he's very harsh when he speaks. He doesn't mean any harm, but a lot of people take him different. Um, they think that he is, you know, trying to be an asshole, but he's not. He's just, you know, he's from Antigua. That's how they talk out there. You know what I mean? Like he has an attitude about him and it, it's not it's not on purpose, right? Um, he's misunderstood a lot. Um, but I wish that I would have listened back then and I wish I would have taken what he said with with a grain of salt and applied it to my business instead of cussing his ass out because that's what I did. I cussed him out and told him I blocked him and everything. Like it was it was nuts. I mean, wow. y'all y'all imagine me cussing somebody out. I would never do that today in a million years. But back then, like I said, I'm just not the person or the vendor I am today. So um I don't know. When we first start, we just think that our shit don't stink and we are the best. And either we're charging too much and not worth a damn or we're charging not enough and you shouldn't be doing this shit anyway because you don't know what the hell you're doing. Ask somebody, ask for help, you know? So um, that newness of the vendors coming out the gate, that I, it's it's funny for me to see because whenever I look at these posts, Jeff and Mike, and I'm looking at, you know, these DJs or these bakers or whoever the hell it is, shit, anybody, right? I'm looking at it with this face like, man, I used to be there. I used to be there. I used to, I used to be, oh my God, talk about prideful. Holy shit, it was terrible. <laughs> So I recognize that in others, you know what I'm saying? I recognize that in others. And um, yeah, we got to, we got to do better as a collective, man. And, 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 you know, each one teach one. And that's my motto for today. Each one teach one. Wow. Uh, that, oh man. And I try so hard to try to tell people that it's not that we trying to tell you anything and we trying to get you to do anything. We're only trying to help you. And a lot of people don't realize that, you know, it's mm -hmm. not that we hate you or anything. It's that we want to help you. <laughs> it's not that we hate you. What the I mean, and it's not, I mean, if, if we all bring the industry up, and I think, you know, I, I had a conversation with Tashawn one time, and I asked for it, too. I said, hey, man, take a look at my website. He sent it back. Man, that's trash. Get all of that off of there, blah, blah. And I asked for it, so I didn't take it the wrong way because I had kind of dealt with him before but he is brash and harsh and sometimes that's what we need instead of sugar coat oh well jeff you can just change this and it'll be better no just give me the straight honest truth because if i'm not attracting business i want to know what's going to help me make my business you, you ain't hurt my feelings you actually because if i don't listen to you and if i don't change and improve my business is not going to get better so i mean yeah I, i'm the same way to i asked him one time after a meeting cheek network and he he went in on my website, sent me a long page of stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm going to make these changes. Uh, I, I hope it helped. I don't know if it did. Business is good, but uh, I just, I was glad he gave me the honest truth and didn't try to sugarcoat it. So I, I, I like that about Tashawn. And he, and he will do that. And that's the thing, like, sometimes he volunteers information to me <laughs> that mm -hmm. I'm not even asking for. Yeah. Like this, this, listen, this man was literally in Africa for his birthday last year. Mm -hmm. I get a text in the middle of the night because obviously it's not the middle of the night over there. And he says, you have a, you have a typo on your website. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, sir. Can you please enjoy your birthday? Thank you very much. Like, why are you on my website? And he's like, oh, and by the way, 
I thought you, you know, I thought you were raising your prices. Like, what, what's, what's the problem? Like, what, what, what are we waiting on here? And I said to Sean, if I raise my prices, I'm scared to death. I'm not going to eat. I'm going to have to come move in with you and Rathita. Like, and we just joke about that. But guess what? Jody ended up raising those prices. And guess who's still coming? The people. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and I, I'm, I'm not cheap. Like people, I don't know what the fuck people think. Like they're recommending me for a thousand. Please don't do that. Like my, uh, like my highest package is almost 10 grand for like photo and video. Please stay away from me. But I do have a, a package for people that would have lower budgets. It just doesn't come with a lot of things. And, and, but you know, I am not a, I'm not a cheap uh, vendor and, or an inexpensive vendor. Like you're going to pay for me and you're going to pay for my quality and you're going to pay for this personality on wedding day. Cause I, uh, I listen to all these stories about these dry ass wedding photographers and shit and i am not that person i'm gonna bring it in any room i go into black white hispanic asian purple green or blue and we're gonna get this shit done and y'all are gonna write a review about me talking about how much how i adopted your mama and your grandmamas and your big mamas and that is what people pay for they pay for the expertise they pay for the education and they pay for this mouth and <laughs> and, that's, and that is 100 facts right there so um, I take everything he says now. If he tells me to do something, I know it's for the betterment of my business, if that's even a word, I think it is. And I yes. know that it's it's all coming from a good place. And you are right. He is he is a no bullshit, like no frills, no sugarcoat. But you know what? Just like you said, we all need it, man. Cause I'm not <laughs> sugarcoat shit. I'm not like you already know, Jeff. We've had some yes, yes, yes. So have bars none. And I do not care if anybody likes it or not. <laughs> so it's like, you know, they could either like me or not. I don't give a shit. But you know what? You will take these words with a grant. And I bet you imply, uh, apply them to your business. And I bet you apply them to your to your life. And uh, whether you utilize what I say or take what I say with a grain of salt, you're going to be thinking about it. And I guarantee that whatever it is just comes from a place of love. So I hope that, that people know that I'm not just such a bitch that I'm, you know, <laughs> that, I, that I'm, I don't mean any harm. You know what I mean? So, you know, you know what, Jody, I really appreciate your honesty. I think <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Um, and, and please don't apologize for being you. You know, it is what it is. It's not your fault if people can't accept the truth. Yeah. You know, we, we accept lies all day, but the moment that the truth enters the room, we got a problem. So, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. But I know we have to have a break for sponsors. So, Jeff, I'll let you do your thing. Next question. Jody, you work with a lot of vendors. What makes a vendor stand out to you and make you want to work with them or recommend them to other clients? Uh, just any vendor. What 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 is something that makes you uh, recommend other vendors? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Hold on. I gotta, I gotta continue. It's a good one, boys. Hey, um, uh, we're not trying to get you. We just want, we just want I know it. answers. Oh, I mean, we listen. just, you know, we need what? to know. <laughs> so, so, you know, um, I just spoke on a panel a couple of weeks ago and I didn't really get to expound on what I meant when I said all these things up there. So, you know, uh, it takes a village to run an event. And, you know, um, I do not want to work with anybody that basically says that's not my job. Um, I do not want to work with anybody that that will not pick up the slack if somebody else is 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 uh, is lacking in any any way, shape, form or fashion. 
Um, we're all there for one reason and one reason only. And also energy is good. You can't be in the wedding industry or in the service industry and be an asshole. So, I mean, if you, if you are, if you are not nice, or if you are, um, if you just run around here, not smiling, or, you know, if, if you're a, a, a white vendor and black weddings aren't your thing, or if you're a black vendor and white weddings aren't your thing and it's all over your face and we can see it, we, no, no, no. We, we, I'm not, I'm not doing that because don't even take the money. Um, for me, I read, I read rooms like I read energy and I just need people to pick it up. Like I have picked up the coordinator slack so much in my life that I'm not going to say that she was a terrible coordinator because she needed help. Um, but the fact that I was able to do it without not doing it, like, and, and, and if I see somebody needs help, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, that ain't my job. She's the coordinator. I ain't the coordinator. That's not how I run my business. Um, I think that we're all there uh, the same day to help each other um, and communication. Like, I really appreciate the fact when people, you know, send uh, emails to me and ask me, hey, how did I do? Um, or, hey, it was really great working with you. Maybe we can work together again. Or, hey, you know, do you have any feedback for me? Or, hey, you know, thank you for, for doing X, Y, Z. Um, typically after an event, no one says shit, nobody. There should be a post conversation after every single wedding from the wedding coordinator. After every single wedding, there should be a post conversation. Hey guys, thanks for, you know, doing the wedding with us this day. Do we have any feedback for each other? What could, what could have gone differently? What, what were the pros and cons of this day? And this is, these are teaching tools for everybody to uh, take, take to the next wedding that they have. So if the coordinators would just kind of like step their game up just a tad and give two shits about just a little bit to help people, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I'm not saying who or who should initiate the conversation, but if someone is paying for full planning or a wedding and like, you know, day of coordinators should even reach out because it literally takes, I don't know, five minutes to type up an email asking how shit went. And then we can get feedback from all vendors and then we can take that feedback into the next wedding. So um, I think that vendors who don't give a shit about uh, the wedding after the fact, uh, that drives me insane. And that's usually 99% of my wedding. So I'm just talking shit about everybody. I guess. Uh, you, you're telling the truth. And I, I, I hate to say it, but I, I'm going to just jump in here and say this. I think sometimes we're afraid because you don't know how people will react to you. And I guess we're afraid of comparison or we're afraid that we may have to actually step our game up if we ask somebody. So as long as I can get by being mediocre, why should I change my, you know, why should I have to change my game? You know what facts, I mean? Facts, that's true. But I mean, I think that, you know, um, there's this uh, little saying, you know, going around, can we normalize? Well, can we normalize? <laughs> can we normalize post-wedding conversation? Uh, can we normalize giving each other feedback? And then that way we can grow as, a, as an industry and take the good and the bad and apply that to the next wedding, please, ma'am, sir, ma'am. You know, um, it- yeah, you can't. That's a good. I, we need to write that down. Mike, can you write that down? And can we write that down in the notes somewhere? Normalize follow up. But, you know, it's yeah, funny. I just did a wedding with a young planner. I won't say she's young, but she's been in the industry about two years. And I sent out a follow up to her asking her how I did and what she thought. Uh, because 
sometimes you just want to know, you know, because you can't, some people smile in your face and then you don't mm-hmm. know at the end of the night how you did. So I took it upon myself to do that. And I, I think I'm going to start doing that more because, you know, you want to, hey, how was it with the videographer? You know, how did I make sure I let you guys know as a DJ that we were getting ready to do this or we getting ready to do that. So I, I think that's a good thing, Joe. And I might mention that to my planner coming up this week and tell her to make sure she or follow up with her and everybody that I have email from just take it on myself don't even ask the planner just do it myself how was it working what can I do to make your job easier next time we work together so I'm going to initiate that yeah and another thing just to I'm sorry Mike go ahead no no go ahead go ahead Joe Uh, just to piggyback on what you just said Jeff it's like you you said that you know some people are afraid I think a lot of people uh don't realize that you know, the wedding, the wedding is still going after it ends. Like it truly is because until the products are delivered until the, the, the wine wears off until everything, like the complaints come at morning, the complaints come at morning. So it's kind of like everybody, we're, we're having a great time, but the complaints about the asparagus come the next day. The complaints about the playlist come the next day. The complaints about the photographer being mean to your mama come the next day. Everything comes the next day. So the wedding is really not fucking over until it's over because the complaints come and everything. We have to address these complaints because wedding PTSD for brides is a real thing. First of all, I know it. Second of all, I went through it as a bride myself. Like I literally shut my fucking wedding down two hours before it was supposed to be shut down because of my DJ playing the wrong songs. And they were emotional songs. And he he just messed it up. And he looked at me like it wasn't a big deal. And I grabbed the mic and I was like, you know what? <laughs> it's been real, guys. Thanks for driving all the way from Houston. But we are we are out of here. Thank you for coming out. God bless. Good night. And I still live with that today. And we got married in 2013. So, I mean, the little things become the big things, right? So when we are a collective and we're talking about, hey, this is what went wrong. This is what I saw on my side. This is what, hey, as a DJ, hey, place list was messed up. Caterer comes in and says, hey, we served the wrong vegetables. Oh, my God. And we're still talking about this wedding post-event because guess what? She coming for you. She's coming for you. The bride is coming for you, whether it's in these groups or whether it's in these emails or something. So we have to make sure that we all as a collective know what's going on and we're all on the same team. And that's the thing. A lot of times when the wedding is over or when there's something going on, the DJ is the DJ, the planner is the planner, the photographer is the photographer. No, we, we, we're, we are in the uh, wedding NBA and we are on the same team. Like we have to come together on wedding day and be a team that day. And there are so much individualizing going on. Well, that's not my job or he should have did this. Oh, did you see with the caterer? No, no, no. We all need to come together. There needs to be conversations post-wedding with, the, with all of us in an email thread that everybody needs to respond to because people will just not be responding. Like they'll send out, hey, is there anything else? People do not respond to this shit. What are y'all so busy that you can't even respond to this planner if she's asking, hey, do you need anything from me? What time are you coming? What time is set up? Because there's levels of planners, just like there's levels of photo people, DJ people, cake bakers. We all got levels. Like the, some of us are vets. Some of us are new. Some of us don't know shit. And it's, it's like we all need to have a collective conversation. Can we also normalize the response to the planner? Yes. Her pre-wedding, like, why aren't we talking about this? What are you? T- what, what is wrong with y'all? Like, I don't, I don't even understand. Like, 
there's so much that I want to say about that topic. I swear to God, I could talk about in relationships for 16 days straight without a breath. And it's true. And now whether or not this will help anybody or not, whether or not we all decide, whoever's listening to this podcast decide, oh, well, shit, I'm going to, I'm going to implement that in my business or, oh, well, Hey, what, maybe we need to do this. I don't care <laughs> because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I need to, I need to be, uh, I need to practice the same thing, but I mean, it's just like, you know, these events, not all of them are perfect. Not all of them are perfect. And, and, and over 80% of them, you know, something goes wrong. Five or six things go wrong. But like I said, the complaints come in the morning yeah. and we all need to be on the same page and the same team. So yeah. I, I totally agree with you, Jody. Uh, <laughs> Again, thank you, because you you have shared so many nuggets, you know, uh, we can make volumes <laughs> from this. But you're right, you know, with the complaints that it's not over until it's over. Uh, it's really not because I, I remember doing a wedding once and the good thing was that all of the vendors had a relationship Uh because of the coordinator, because she put us all together. And about a week later, we all get uh, emails from the from the bride saying that we, you know, did a terrible job and she wants a full refund. Mm -hmm. So if we didn't have that communication with each other, we wouldn't have seen the plot nor would we would have been able to, like for me, the photographer shared pictures with me. And I'm like, okay, you say this wasn't a success. Why were you dancing all night? Why did you tip me $200 afterwards? Mm -hmm. So because of that communication, we realized that they, they had exceeded their budget mm -hmm. and they were trying to recap money. And the best way to do that was to say that they weren't satisfied with the service. So when we all collectively dealt with her, she had to go on by our business. Right. Yeah. And that, that happens. That does happen. People really don't realize how much that happens. Oh, like, it happens a lot. It, especially for, especially for photo video people, man. Like um, it's been a long time since somebody's asked me for a refund. <clears throat> However, <laughs> I am not exempt <laughs> from somebody coming to me after I've been at their wedding for 10 effing hours telling me they didn't like their pictures or some shit years and years ago when they're plastered all over your Facebook page. Mm. And, and I can't like, I can't tell girl, but you, you know, it, it's like one of those things where, you know, people will do it. Mamas oh, of the yeah. bride have tried me. Like, oh, we just weren't satisfied. We want to follow refund. Excuse me, ma'am. I was there. For, I was there. I delivered like your products are delivered like and and, and you're clearly sharing this shit that the damn gallery has been downloaded 19 times. Like what? You know, and 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 uh, people need to understand this is what I was talking about. The good, the bad and the ugly. Like there's a terrible side, an ugly side of the wedding business. And, you know, we all aren't victim of it every day. But you know what? We're all not getting in car crashes every day either. But shit happens on the road every day. You know what I mean? It's just, it's when, when is it going to be your time? When is it going to be your time for someone to exceed their budget and not be able to uh, think of anything else to do, but threaten your social media profile presence and just try to destroy your business because you won't refund her money for the work that you did. And that's the thing, you know, it's just terrible. 
Let me ask you this, Jody. Now, we spoke about vendors, you know, with me and Jeff being DJs. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you see that with DJs? What is it about, you know, a DJ that makes you want to work with them again or not? I like... I like DJ. Uh, I do not like push play DJs. I don't. Explain. Um, so you're standing behind the booth and you look like your dog just got hit by a car. And you're you're not announcing anything. And when you do announce it, it sounds like shit. Like, I mean, my God, they've given you two thousand dollars. The least you could do is hype up the crowd. Let, can we can we just can we just sound a little excited over here? I don't know. Um, I personally like DJs that look like they're having fun. Even if they're not, I, I worked a wedding with Jeff and I know he wasn't having fun and he, you could not tell it. like he was amazing and so cute to watch. <laughs> he was so adorable and I knew that he was not happy. And for me, uh, I won't say I wasn't happy. I just, it was, yeah, well, not happy. Like I, I'm not even, I don't even know what the word was like discuss like it was just and we won't talk about like, like you know this is just we know this, the i was disappointed i'll put it like that disappointed disappointed and yeah. we know the conversation we had before this shit cracked off but yeah. i tell you what when i was little i was a little skeptical because i have known jeff for a long time and i'm using his him and his as example because i work I, I work i work with him and this is just an example of where i'm going with this i did not expect <laughs> who that DJ was (laughs) after the conversation we had before this, like you would have never known. Like it was, it was, he was a pleasure to work with and a pleasure to watch. Um, I work with some, somebody from DJ. Well, he has his own company, but he was a DJ connection DJ. Right. Mm -hmm. And this was at Sony Ridge Villa a couple weeks ago. I actually sent Tandy a message and I actually saw Tandy in person. And I was like, Hey, (laughs) The dude, Justin or Jacob or whoever the fuck his name was, I said, man. And he goes, yeah, he's cool. I was like, no, no, no. Let me tell you, this boy got out on the dance floor. He was interactive. People like that because believe it or not, people expect the DJ to do that. They really do. Like, especially if, you know, and be a room reader. My God, if there are, can can we play the, can we play this, read the room? I'm just sorry. Like, I'm over here thinking to myself, this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna work. This song is not gonna work. What's well, on the playlist? Well, can you read the playlist and find something else that's gonna work right here? I don't know. But let's get back to the DJ. So the DJ got on the floor and he was just, he was interactive and he looked happy. And he sounded happy. You know what I mean? Like, and also he he let me know uh five minutes. I had I have a I have a a five-minute rule that I've created in my own mind. Like, hey, before anything happens, give me five minutes. Because I could be peeing in the bathroom or eating some cake in a corner. Let me know. Don't listen. If I'm eating my food and you just you you just naturally like announce something. Get out. I'm like, fuck, cake cutting shit. I just I need five minutes. Like and it's really good, you know. I also had a DJ always tell me to check sound, like uh, uh, photographer check sound. So I would come up and go to the DJ booth, and he would say, "Hey, you know, um, if you have to go to the restroom or do anything, let me know because we're we're going to cut cake in five minutes, or we're going to cut cake in ten minutes." So I knew in my mind that my lights had to be set up on the cake, that I, I that I knew I had to be ready to go, 
in 10 minutes now, because usually they'll announce it. And I've got to grab the light from over here, put it over here, and we're all scuffling over there. No, give me time to get my shit straight. Give me that five-minute courtesy so I can get in line. And also, DJs, hello, I know y'all listening. Please don't announce shit without me. If you do not see me, that means I am outside doing my business or in the restroom or on a phone call with my kid or doing something. Please don't fucking start the father-daughter dance when I'm not in the room. What is wrong with y'all? Okay? Can we not do that? Here we go. Can we normalize the five-minute rule? Yeah, the five-minute yeah. rule. No number two, the five-minute rule. Okay. <laughs> but no, that's something I definitely practice, Jody. I look and I will even ask on the microphone, photographers ready, let me know if y'all ready. Because sometimes even if you're in the room, you may not be ready. Really? So really? I want to make sure you're ready. I don't want to start counting that bouquet down and you're not ready to get the shot. So You don't know how many, listen, there was one, listen, oh my good God, we were doing an Arab wedding. And let me just tell you what had happened. This is the terrible. This guy was terrible. He was so effing terrible. <sighs> we were doing an Arab wedding. And this guy basically started. I'm screaming. Because y'all know I'd be screaming. I don't care. I'm on the floor. I'm not ready. Reggie's not. He's nowhere to be found. And I'm. we're doing both. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. But it's nothing for me to do both. But I can't. Those moments like that. You know, we have to do a fake and then I can do both and I can get it or whatever. But I was like, hey, no, we're not ready. We're not ready. He was like, five, four. I'm like, ah, and I'm standing there waving my hands like a complete maniac. Then he sees me. We make eye contact and he's still counting them down. I'm like, oh, dear God. Luckily, Reggie had the dump cam running at the stationary cam. And we were able to get what we needed to get. But I was like, sir, like there was no communication. So for DJs, the more communication I think that you have with your photo video team, the better the experience. And also, please don't look like dead fish behind the uh, DJ booth. That is so that it, you know what you set the mood for the reception. And if you look like you're about to pass out or you're unhappy or your wife left you or some shit, well, guess what? The guests are going to know, y'all. Like, can we be happy? Like, can I, I need, can, you know. I hate the wobble, but damn it, get out there and do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least interact with the crowd for a couple. Of, you know what I'm saying? Like, give us something, DJ, because if especially if you're a high dollar DJ, don't stand back there and look dead. We we just we just you know I, I don't want to work with dead DJs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to work with happy DJs. You know? like, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. So I I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm a dancer, but I get out. I I try to do my introductions. Get out there and make sure I make a connection with the crowd. I walk out there and maybe say something, talk to them, but I'm I'm not the best dancer, so I'm not gonna get out there and do that's all a lot. That. You listen, whether you, whether you are dancing behind the booth or on the floor, you're okay. still moving. You're still oh, well, moving. Yeah, I'm definitely a booth dancer. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll yeah. Dance. And, it, and like I said, it was so cute. You were in this little Halloween costume, and I was like, Oh, he's so cute. Don't tell my business. I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> It was adorable to watch. I really enjoyed the interaction. You know what I mean? Like you looked happy doing your job Uh-oh. under the circumstances, Jeff, because you know. Yeah, that yeah I know. I know how that was. Yes. It was a cringy moment and you really, you didn't know it. That's the point I'm trying to make is like, even though you 
you were it was cringy for me and you. Yes. You have known that and you you played through it and you you did an amazing job for real. Thank you, Jody. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my goodness. But uh I might I don't know if you need to ask any more of those questions on that list. I think she hit all everything you yeah. want. To ask. No, she but did. if you if you want to, please go ahead and follow up if you got something to follow up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, uh to be honest, I, I really appreciate the view that you have, you know, on DJs because there are just so many situations where we can't have open dialogue about certain things because the moment you say something, someone gets offended. And to me, a lot of times we get offended because we're not where we need to be or we have a problem with that person's perspective. And we don't want to look at ourselves and say, you know what, I can be better or I can do this better. We just want to stay in that little box that we're in. And I just really appreciate you shedding, you know, what you see and how you feel because it's accurate. We need to be interactive, whether we, whether we're like Jeff dancing in a costume up there at the DJ booth or whatever, you know. Oh my stop. <laughs> I mean, listen, I got video of that and I'm gonna I'm gonna have to send it to y'all. It was it was so yeah. cute. Yeah, I need was, yeah, I need that. It was so cute. <laughs> I was trying to make sure she didn't see me dancing or I was watching her where she was at, but I guess she caught me when I had one of my moments. <laughs> uh I know one more thing. So uh to, to piggyback on that, Mike, um when we when we had our venue um, I had three DJs that I use quite a bit. And one of the DJs uh, was just starting out in the wedding industry and I've actually helped him build his business. I'm not going to, I'm uh-huh. not going to name him here. Um, but he always brought a chair to sit down oh. at, at the DJ booth. And I was like, you got to stand up. And he was like, Oh, I never stand up. And I was like, well, you're going to stand up here because you look like the lazy push play DJ. And this is my venue. We're not doing that. So from that moment on, he he has never sat down. Wow. And it was like one of those things where, you know, there you just see stuff. Like, I understand it's going to be a long night, but, hey, it's a long night for me, too. I'm on my feet 10 fucking hours, okay? Stand up and and, and do the Cupid Shuffle back there. Do whatever you got to do. But it was just kind of like one of those things where you see some stuff, you know what I mean? And you, you have to say something. See something, say something. And that's that's me. Like, if any, anything that I can say to make somebody better. Uh, me and Tashawn have kind of like the same delivery <laughs> with things. Um, I'm more of a joker and a cursor. He doesn't curse. I cuss like a sailor, right? Um, but I want to tell you like, no, this this is not correct. And, you know, I've never DJed in my life, but I can tell you what makes a good one. You know what I mean? Like from, from the perspective of somebody else, from a perspective of another wedding professional, a venue owner, a venue manager, someone that's done this forever and you know we have the most interaction with you on wedding day like yes. after on the re- after the reception starts hey it's it's me it's me and you that's it so if there's no communication between me and you then what do we got like i have missed so many shots because of djs um uh, going off the timeline and not telling me that they were doing their own thing oh well the coordinator came over and told me, well when was somebody fucking gonna let me know that Mm. You know what I mean? Like, um, hello, I have a timeline. You have a timeline, but the coordinator changed the timeline, but didn't tell me the timeline was changing, but you had the information. I did not have the information. And now I'm looking like a fool. Like, where's the communication there? That's why I said post 
uh, wedding and pre-wedding, there needs to be some type of conversation. And the ice-breaking conversation, it's funny because when I reach out to videographers that are on my team, hey, I'm Jody. this is my website, this is my work. First of all, I want you to respect me as a, as a, as a, a creative whenever I do that because I'm not some Rudy Poot idiot. You're going to see my work. You're going to see these followers. You're going to see this workshop. You're going to see all the, all this uh, wisdom. And I need you to respect me going into this game that I'm not just somebody that's, you know, just starting out or whatever. So you, you feel like you can treat me like shit. No, thank you. No, thank you. See these accolades gone on and gone on and look at them so we can be on the same page. But I'm your videographer for today, asshole. OK, <laughs> so when, I walk in building, when I walk in the building, you don't look at me like I'm just some random person. This happened to me recently where a photographer really didn't know who I was and didn't know that I was, you know, go as good as we are. I mean, mm -hmm. we're not, I, she didn't know. And she's like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry. I'll set up the shots for you. I'm the videographer here. And you're talking to me like I'm six years old. And it's, it was funny. Cause I just kind of cocked my head to the side. And then I was like, what's your, what's your Instagram? I said, oh, I just liked you. And she went and looked and she's like, oh, oh, you're Jody. Oh, and I was <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I just figured we could follow each other back. So there's a level of respect that has to be there when you walk, especially among photo and video people. But if there's no communication between all of us, hey, DJ John, my name is Jody. I'm going to be the photo video team for today. I'm looking so forward to working with you. This is my social media handle. Um, if you want me to get some uh, shots of you in action or whatever, tell me, um, you know, I'll send you over the clips. This is the shit that I want to do for the DJs. Because first of all, um, that's another show topic. We've got to talk about uh, DJs bringing their own photos. Oh, it's all here. Don't worry. We're getting there. That's the next um, one. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, but th that's the thing that communication is, is key. You know what I'm saying? And if we don't have that, then nothing can be established. Yep. Nothing. Yep. Nothing at all. And if I may, uh, I really think that's very important, Jody, especially the post and after the event, you know, just conversations and and for me when it comes to a wedding or doing an event uh the people that i deal with the most is the photographer and the in the planner right because we all have to be on the same page because everything that we do affects one another um and i think that's that's a great thing to have those conversations beforehand and afterwards, it's it's really needed, and I don't think we do it enough. Well, like I say, it goes back to what I said, Mike. People scared to, to find out they did a bad job or they're not as great as they thought they were. And uh, even if they, I don't know, it's, I don't know. Nobody wants to be judged. Uh, even, I think we're just afraid of it, and I, I think that's everybody. I'm even say sometimes I, you know, I don't even want to hear it because it's just I don't know because you don't know where they're coming from. Maybe you know what I mean, and you don't know. Well, if it's, I, I don't. I think it's more than that, Jeff. Yeah. In my opinion, I just think you know a lot of people are not where they need to be, and they know they're not there. Oh, okay. From that and, perspective, yeah. Yeah, and, they, I, and a lot of yeah, and a lot of them are just selfish, and it's just about them. They don't really care, to be honest. How many people in the industry are like people at jobs? Most people that work on a job hate their jobs, no matter how much money they make. And even in our industry, you find that 
you know, just like Jody said, you know, DJ sitting up there mad and mean mugging. What are you mad about? And these people are paying you two to three to four to five thousand dollars. Whatever they're paying, yeah. What are you mad about? Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I got it. And I and I, I wrote that down, so I'm gonna definitely put that in uh, the DJ Cross talk coming up in the future and ask a question about. It. But Jody, you know, I couldn't bring you on this podcast without asking this question: How do you feel about other vendors hiring their own photographer or videographer to come out on an event with them? <clears throat> Me personally, mm-hmm. I. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this question. This is a multifaceted answer because well we got multifaceted questions. I'm gonna go deeper. You just give me yours and we'll keep okay, it going. So I if if I was working a wedding with Mike and he messaged me and said, Hey Jody, um my name is Mike. I'm doing the DJ for Bob and Sarah's wedding. Um I'm I'm rebranding or I'm, I'm, I want to get some content for myself, la, la, la. Would you mind if during the reception at some fucking point, I had uh, Todd come out and shoot about 15 minutes of me interacting with the crowd? I would say, sure. As long as, Todd, you know, I'll, I'll sit down when Todd's out there. Like, you know, if you're going to play some, you know, uh, <clears throat> terrible uh, line dance songs to get get the crowd interactive, you know, and you want to get out there, then that gives me a break to go to the bathroom. Todd can do his thing. I'm sitting down. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? Like for me, as long as it's brought to my attention beforehand and Todd doesn't overstep his boundaries, if, if you say it's going to be 15 minutes, because that's really all you need. You don't need to be out there, you know, doing the whole damn reception, Todd. Okay. Todd needs to get in and get his stuff and get out. That's it. And and Todd, why are you on the other side of the dance floor? I'm over here. Like, get behind me or get beside me, idiot. You're supposed to be this big videographer, right? Get get over here. Why are you in this big blue shirt, you know, on the dance floor obstructing my shots? That's stupid. If we want to work together and I'm allowing Todd to come in my space, Todd's going to have to be shoulder to shoulder with me. And then we can talk about it. But if Todd's in all my shots, I'm whooping Todd's ass after this. Like, we're going to have a talk. Okay? All right. So, oh, and that's, that's, that's one way. to That's one answer. The next answer is, ask me. Hey, Jody, my name is Mike. I'm going to be the DJ for, for uh, Bob and Sally's wedding or whoever the fuck's getting married, right? <laughs> I'm, the DJ, I'm the DJ for the wedding. I was kind of wondering. I know you're doing photo and video. I was kind of wondering, would you mind grabbing some shots of me in action? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll pay you for them, whatever you charge. Typically, I give shit. I ain't nobody paying me for shit. If you ask me for something, I'm going to give it to you. You know what I mean? If you ask me for something, don't don't assume I'm going to give it to you if you don't ask me now. You know, but if you say, hey. Can I, you know, give me, give me a couple, uh, give me a couple shots of myself. I would love to, I would love to have that. I'll, t- I'll put it together myself and I'll, I'll tag you or what, whatever. I'll be like, sure. Yeah. Cause I always try to do that. I always try to do that. Especially if the, if the party is good, I want the people to see the DJ interacting with the party. Now, if the party is bunk as shit, we're going to have to create some content for you. I don't know what we're going to do. Okay. But if it's a good party, you got the damn cryo gun out there and you're doing the most, of course you want fucking footage of that. And of course I'm going to shoot it. Okay. So 
if I say, you know, there are a lot of people that say that that photo and video people just say no. This is what this is. This goes back to the first question that you asked me about vendor relationships and being and having communication. Uh-huh. Why are you saying no? Because now guess what? Todd's coming. And now you're going to have to deal with his big blue shirt ass now. Todd's going to be out there because your ass refused to give the DJ two clips of himself. And now you're all fucked. Like, can we just talk about this? <laughs> you don't want to do it for the DJ. Okay. But Todd's coming. Todd's on the way <laughs> because you <laughs> won't give the DJ 20 clips during the wobble. You know <laughs> Jody, Jody, Jody. So let, let, let me follow. Go ahead. Not only that, you don't want to you don't want to do anything for the DJ so he can so he can post your photo and promote your business. Okay. <laughs> where where they do that at? Why what you dummy? Don't you realize that cross promotion is the is the is the key to success in this bitch? Can we just cross promote here? Like yeah. you are refusing to give the DJ content so he can promote you. For his bra, okay, make that make sense, sir. God, they don't. No. No, they don't. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you, and boy, you have you have nailed it. But I still have to ask a couple more questions. So, do you feel it it should be solely the, the uh, photographer and videographer hired by the couple to decide if the DJ can come for uh, can bring a videographer? Do you think it's solely up to you guys to make that decision? Mm, see, in a way, I do. Okay. But but if there is adequate communication, every there 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 is a everything can be there's there everything can be negotiated in life. <laughs> everything everything has a price. Everything can be negotiated as long as there is adequate communication with the the couple, the vendor, and the DJ. I don't give two shits to be honest with you. As long as Todd stays out of my way, we are okay. Now, there have been instances where I have said, yeah, sure, bring bring the person. I don't care. And then the, the, I want to run the guy over with a steam truck. <laughs> like, now you're in my way and you're affecting my job. But as long as Todd is not affecting me in any way, shape, form, or fashion, I don't give two shits what he does. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to be on the same page. Like, hey, Jody, I'm going to bring Todd out. Okay? But Todd is going to only, he's I'm, I'm going to get on the floor during the wobble. Okay, so he's only going to be out there getting that whole song, which is like 27 minutes long. Okay, he's only going to be out there getting that those moments. Would you mind if, you know, he just had the floor by him? I don't give a shit. I hate the wobble. Go, Todd, go do what you do. I don't care. Wow. That's the thing. Like if there's no communication and Todd just shows up with his little gadget or whatever he's smelling with and he's in all of my shots. And then he starts having a smart mouth with me. See, I will knock Todd's teeth out. I have no, I have no chill. Like Todd, you're not going to disrespect <laughs> Todd, okay? Like Todd, no Todd, we're not going to talk back to me. Are you talking back, sir? No. But as long as we're on the same page, Todd can come and get as much content as he wants. If he's out of my way and he's doing you a favor and you have asked me and we've talked about it and I met Todd, Todd's cool, and we have an understanding, go, Todd, go, get what you need to get. Okay, so I just need to, I just need to ask one more question. So okay, say you've tried everything, you reached out to the videographer, photographer, the planner, the couple, and either you're denied or nobody gives you an answer. What should you do then? Or, you know, there's no follow up. What, what do you do then? And you're still trying to get footage. Like you say, you rebranding. What do you do then? 
just explain it when you get there. That's what I would do. But to yeah, me, yeah, I think if you don't respond to me, I'm going to try to call you then. Because if I've tried to hire this person, if I set somebody up to come, I think I'm going to call you. I really don't think we should ever, ever, ever have somebody show up without telling the couple or the videographer and the photographer. That, that just should never happen. Right. And that's the, and that's that's very true. So, like, before Todd shows up, if you're planning to do this on wedding day, Mm-hmm. And, and, and my and my bitch ass hasn't responded to a phone call, text, or or or, or airmail, okay. And you have tried, and and you can prove that you've tried to reach out to me, but I'm just incompetent as shit, and I and I just ignored you about it. Well, then guess what? Bring Todd on because that's my fault as a, as a creative. Okay. Like if I did not want you to bring Todd out, I should have said something. I should have responded in a professional manner. Because these are professional conversations that professionals are supposed to be fucking having about a professional event. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we as photo and video people know more than anybody that that content is key. We are in a digital age where video is is it, video is taking over everything. You know what I mean? We yeah. got TikTok, we got Instagram Reels, we got all this shit. And the best way for somebody to book somebody is to see them in action. That means me, that means you. Fuck, that means cake bakers decorating cupcakes. This is the world we live in today. And so basically that is, that's it. So with us knowing that or pretending to know it, or fuck, we should know it, then we should, we should understand that either we're going to do it for you as a courtesy, because Hey, we want everybody to win. And that's just us over here, Washington app. Ask me, I got (laughs) y'all. I got y'all. And I even told Garrett, um, that, you know, that he could, he could, I, that I would come and do it or whatever. And then I told him, I said, Hey, if they don't have a videographer, you know, make sure if, if it's okay with the couple and the, and the, and the, uh, the, the, the photographer, have somebody come out, you know what I mean? But ask the questions first. Don't just have Todd show up because that that's like, even if I'm not responding to you, that's a little alarming. So if you can't get me online or on the phone or on the horn or the pigeon flying in my window, if you can't get any of that stuff. Then when we meet at wedding day, when you're doing your setup, hey, I tried to reach you uh, several times. I, I, um, I wanted to know if, if I could bring somebody, you know, at this point, you can ask me if I'll do it. Like, hey, you know, how would you feel about this? I tried to reach out, you know, response, but I'm, this is what I'm doing for my business. And if you're not willing to do it, I have somebody that's going to be here at eight o'clock and he's going to get about 20 or 30 minutes of, of uh, footage. Not steady, not constant, but just, you know, throughout the night, he'll stay out of your way. Are you down with that or no? And that's pretty much how that needs to go. But like I said, if I'm not responding to you, I need my ass whooped too. Like, what are we doing here? Like, what, what, is the, what, what, is, what is happening? We cannot run events by ourselves. And this is, you know, these are requests that people have. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. You know, I'm down. For, listen, I want everybody to win. I don't give a shit. If I make it to the top, I'm dragging all y'all motherfuckers with me to the top of the mountain. We go. I like everybody, that. Everybody take, together. Let's go. Me. Let's do it. As Prince would say, take me with you. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. We coming. I'm, I'm bringing everybody. Come on, Mike. Come on, Jeff. Let's go. <laughs> well, yeah. Only 1,700 more steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I totally agree with you, Jody. And I, and I think you, you touched on something earlier in regards to the importance of communication. And with, like you said, with adequate communication, a lot of these things will be prevented. Yeah. Uh, but I have a question for you. What's Jody's special sauce? What makes you unique? All the F words, Mike. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you know, you know what? I have the word shit on my website and people book me because of it. You'd be surprised. Um, what makes me unique is that I, I'm just unapologetically myself. That's it. Like I am this way seven days a week, 365. <laughs> I, I do not change for anything or anybody. Um, and it's funny because I'm, I know I'm a little different. I'm not your average typical young saying I'm, I'm a little different, but um, I always want people to know. And just like I said, it's it's written in our pricing guide when I send it out. People know that we are real people shooting real people. And um, I don't I don't water down my personality or my mouth or myself. I mean, obviously, I've toned it down here today. You might not think so. But oh, my God, ask Jeff. He, he's probably blown away. Only there was only like four or five words. I said, so I said like, whoa. Uh, but it's like, I'm, I'm different. You know, I connect with people on a, on a, on a personal level, not a professional level. Uh, I always tell people that I'm more personable than I am professional, but business is my business and I am going to run it like such, but I want you to know that you're not just a date on my calendar. And you know, you are a real person to me. You know what I mean? Like your mama's my mama. Your, your, your granny's my granny. Your daddy's my daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like these are, and I adopt family on wedding day. And it's just, if you read my reviews, you just see, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like the cousin, you never know you need it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm that way all the time from the booking process all the way to the end, you know? So yeah, I'm, I'm, that's, that's what makes me unique. And I don't know that there's anybody else out there like me in this, in, in DFW. And if there is, I've yet to meet, I've yet to meet them, you know? Um, and that's, that's just it. And you know, that's really a beautiful thing, uh, Jody, with, with, you know, when you can be you, and you can be happy with that, and you love you, you know, what we realize, everybody else will love us too. And, and it's, it's great to, to hear that because I can feel your confidence. You know, I can feel you in the room. So mm-hmm. I can imagine how it feels for people that are either talking to you on the phone to hire you or in person. I can imagine how they gravitate to you. So that's a wonderful thing. So let me ask you this. This, you know, this is one, this is the last thing that I have, unless Jeff has something else. How can people find you on social media? Um God, I've got so many videos. Um you can you can find us uh for local Texas weddings, local Texas weddings at uh washington avphoto.com and that's washington ave photo.com um on instagram it's washington.av.photo and then for destination weddings it's wedlife media on all social media accounts um and that's pretty much it you know and uh that's that's us are you giving me a follow right now? <laughs> I see you looking down like, are you following me right now? No, I'm, oh, I'm going to follow. Yes, I'm going <laughs> to definitely follow you. You know, I need, some, I need some love, y'all. I need to yeah. some little followers, you know, make my little page pop a little. No, but um, it's a, uh, yeah, so we're Washington Ave Photo and Wedlife Media on all social media accounts. So and you I said follow Wash- back, I follow you back, said, so. You said Washington at Photo? Av like Avenue, but Av. Okay. Oh, Av photo. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Zodi, I can't thank you enough for coming on. And uh, everybody, I was Jeff. You always getting these controversial. No, I want people who are gonna give me something and not come on here and sugarcoat and uh, play all. Not- I mean, I won't say play nice, but I want people that's gonna give it to you real. I don't want somebody that's gonna tell a DJ, hey, you know, 
This is what you can do to be better and not just come on here. Oh, no, everything's fine. So I really appreciate it. And Mike is he's de- he's like that already. So he loves it. I know he loved this interview because. he's oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, Hey, one thing that I can appreciate is when somebody will be transparent with us, because there are far so far so many other situations where people just lie. Yeah, and no. or try to just give us what they think we want to hear. Yeah, yeah. No, tell us the truth. If 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 you are horrible, say you're horrible. It's nothing wrong with that. Accept that. Embrace it. Yeah, and yeah. get better. Make yeah, it- that's that's true. So I'm I, I leave y'all with this. Like so, you know, when people write books about their lives, or when people do tell-all books about these celebrities. Or when they, you know, people are writing autobiographies, you know, you know why they're always on the best-selling list is because people really respect transparency and yeah. people aren't, people aren't stupid and they can see through people's bullshit. So, yeah. and this, like I said, this business isn't always skills, rainbows, butterflies, and fucking rose petals. This, there's an ugly side to this, uh, this business. And while we're always talking about, you know, the sunshiny day, we also need to talk about what happens when it rains. Yeah. And that's that's for all of us and what we can do to be better prepared when that does happen. Because there's nothing worse than being caught in a fucking rainstorm butt naked. <laughs> I mean, unless <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's nothing worse than that. Like, oh my God, give me a chance to grab the umbrella, sir, ma'am. <laughs> Well, 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 Jody, I'm going to say this now uh, because you said something earlier and I was like, yeah, we got to do this. Now, we need to do a sit down video interview and we need to talk about all of those bad things that happen as a vendor and not just the bad things. We need to give our solutions to those bad things, but we need to paint that picture and we need to sit down and have the video cameras rolling and paint that picture. Yeah. I mean, and you know, what's really funny is that today I can tell you exactly what I could have done to prevent those things because not all of them were the couple's fault or some of the shit was my fault. Mm. What I could have done better. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, Looking back, and this goes back to the question that that Jeff asked me about my, you know, five years ago, what would you have told this person? Like, I, you know, several times I was mad at the client and in my old age, y'all, like, I sit here and I think about those moments and I'm sitting here to myself going, fuck, I, you know what? This was your fault. You could have done better. You should have done this. They're pissed off for a reason. Like, what? Or, or crazy bridezillas or groomzillas, Jesus Christ. I've had it all. Now, I've had it where it's been my fault and I've had it where it hasn't been my fault. But I tell you what, the person five years ago handled stuff that wasn't their fault a lot different than this uh, person today sitting in his chair does. Like nobody in life can disrespect me or take advantage of me today because I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> Please know that. And, and especially in my business, like, it's important to be lawyered up. It's important to have cease and desist. It's important to know your contract. It's important to enforce that motherfucker too. You go, why have a contract and not going to enforce it? That's stupid. I mean, it's just, it's, it's one of those things. Why are we having contracts when we're not enforcing the contract? 
it doesn't make any sense. So we need to talk about that. Like whatever's in your contract, stick by that, hold by that, get on some legal shield and make sure that you can protect yourself and your business because there are vultures out there and they will come for you. They will come for your business. And as somebody that's seen it and been through it on both ends of the stick, um, it is not a fun place to be on either side. And um, there are a lot of legal issues that go on behind the scenes. And you know what's really funny? I'm going to close out with this because I know y'all got to go. People are like, damn, bitch, shut up. Pardon my language. Because I'm now, now I'm getting comfortable. I'm getting comfortable now. You've been like, comfortable. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Like the last 10 minutes, I'm, I'm loosening it up now. But it's like, you basically, you basically are in these groups because I'm in all the groups, right? Like, just like y'all are in like several DJ groups. Well, I'm in all the photographer groups, the law talk group, the, the page law group with, you know, and I see some of these Dallas photographers posting these things. And I'm like, do y'all not know that I'm in here? <laughs> I'm in here looking at the, like the, people are having legal trouble right under our noses. You know what I mean? Just because people aren't writing bad reviews on your business doesn't mean you ain't going through it. Doesn't mean you're not going through it. You're dodging bullets. And that's great because I've dodged several in my old age. But at the end of the day, I'm seeing this happen with photographers in our community. Like you're losing people's images. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And I want to say something. I want to be like, hey, girl, I have a solution for the lost images situation. Do you have insurance? Make sure you have, you know, because you're going to need it. You know what I mean? There are so many things that people just don't, you know know that they need and then it just goes it's funny because people are going through it every day just no one's talking about it but the difference between them and me is that i'm going to talk about it because when i talk about it other people can be like oh shit i just went through that last week or oh shit i may go through this next week and you're going to know a little bit more on how to handle a messed up situation listening to me because i've been through it all you know what i mean I've been through the fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, here I am. <laughs> Still I rise. But I've been through it. And I can help everybody. And that's really ultimately what I want to do. So. I just want to say thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for yes. coming on with two guys and a mic. DJ yeah. Mike Production and DJ JP on the mic. Uh, Jody, we thank you. Uh, we couldn't couldn't ask for more transparency, more realism. Uh, it was just real. And uh, we thank you. God bless you. Yeah, Mike is smoking. (laughs) (laughs) We may have to get a fire extinguisher for the mic, but uh, it's not. It's not because you didn't tell the truth, or you know, I I, I respect. I love the way you just come straight at it. So I I just want to thank you again for coming on. And once we get it up and get it ready, we will send it over so you can share it with all those groups and friends that you have out there. Thank you. And if you need to blurt out my F words, go ahead. No, no, we need you to to be raw and uncut. Raw, rugged, and uncut, baby. Yes, yes. No, that's you. You getting all of that. They getting all the smoke. Yeah. (laughs) All the smoke, but. I appreciate it. It was so nice uh, seeing your face again, Jeff. It was nice to meet you, Mike. Thank you.
wanna be.